0: The Adventures of Sam Spade, Detective. Brought to you transcribed by Wild Root Cream Oil Hair Tonic. The non-alcoholic hair tonic that contains lanolin.
1: Wild Root Cream Oil. Again and again, the choice of men and women and children, too. Sam
2: Spade, Detective, agency? Hey, sweetheart. Any uh, calls, messages, alarms? Uh, Just one, Sam. Which? Well, I suppose you might call it an excursion, Sam. Mm -hmm. He left for literature. Travelation. eh?
1: Well, a little trip somewhere might be nice. I feel as if I could
2: sleep forever. Oh, Sam! Well, I'm not gone yet. Oh, Sam, you mustn't talk like that. I've been sitting here reading this book, and it says it's later than we think. It can't
1: be. My watch
0: says three minutes a night. Now, there you
2: see. It is later than we think. I a slow too, but I said about the radio. Well, pick it up and set it in your
1: favorite chair. I'll be right down to dictate my report on the overjoyed chamber, or Fathe's Folly, or Who
0: Put the Corpse
1: in the Murphy bed?
0: What? Dashiell Hammett, America's leading detective fiction writer and creator of Sam Spade, The High boiled Private Eye, and William Spear, Radio's outstanding mm-hmm. producer, director of mystery and crime drama. Join their colors to make your hair stand on end with the adventures of Sam Spade. Presented by the makers of Wild Root Cream Oil for the hair. Ah, June, the month of vacations for all the family.
1: Here's hoping you've planned yourself a good one and that you'll remember to take along plenty of Wild Root Cream Oil hair tonic. In spite of heat and winds, Wild Root Cream Oil grooms your hair neatly and naturally, relieves annoying dryness, removes loose, ugly dandruff, Ask for it in a big, economical, family-sized bottle and handy tube that's easy to pack in your suitcase. Be sure to ask for it by name. Wild Root Cream Oil Hair Tonic. Again and again, the choice of men and women and children, too.
0: And now, with Howard Duff starring as Spade, Wild Root brings to the air the greatest private detective of them all in the adventures of Sam Spade.
2: (laughs) Oh, you poor
1: darling. Don't say that word again, Effie.
2: I didn't mean in a financial sense,
1: you darling. There you go again.
2: I meant we poor mortals, as it must to all men, Sam. Mm-hmm. We're all clay footed, after all, merely leaving footprints in the sands of time.
1: you need a vacation, Eff. Eh? Maybe you better take that excursion. Oh, oh no. Now, don't act like that. I'll hardly miss you. Oh, Sam. Now, come on, come on. Let's see those travel photos. Where are they? Ah, here we are. Uh, plan now for that long, long journey. Our carefree layaway plan relieves the burdens of those left behind. <laughs> well, nice having to think of me. Uh, luxurious accommodations. Funny-looking stateroom. Why does that bunk have a lid on it? Let's see if I'll explain this to you somewhere. Our, uh, our special nylon-tufted couch-type model with chrome-plated magnesium handles and lightweight alloy liner has been called by many satisfied customers the pallbearer's friend. Well, a volley. Well, I. Uh, who brought this into my office?
2: His name was Converse Etheridge. What? He's with the Dardenelit Mortuary.
1: Don't mention his name in my presence. That man has no live friend.
2: Now, Sam, don't be too rash on him. After all, he's living.
1: He is a worm in the apple of contentment, a roadblock in the highway of life, a meter in the taxi cab of happiness. Are you
2: ready, Sam? No. I already have the date, Sam. To so whom is this addressed?
1: Hmm. Oh, uh, to, uh, Mrs. Uh, joy Overjoyed. Uh, no, you better make that, uh, George Overjoyed. Uh, Mrs.
2: I'll make up your mind,
1: Sam. I said Mrs. Yes.
2: But is it Boy Overjoyed? I mean, um, Joy Overjoyed? Or is it, um...
1: Uh... It is Judge Overboard. Now, wait a
2: minute. Just let me get this straight, Sam. I have Judge George. Mrs. Oh, well, to avoid any further confusion, Sam, wouldn't it be just as clear to address it as Mrs. O.G. Judge?
1: The name is not Judge F. It's Overgorge, uh, George. Uh, now wait a minute, Sam. Now wait a minute.
2: Just be very, very quiet for just a minute. Now look here. I won't have
1: you putting the blame on. Now
2: wait. All right.
1: Mrs. George Over George. Hi, Sam. If it'll make you happier. Thank you,
2: sir.
1: From, uh, Yes, sir.
2: License number 137596.
1: That you can get. Uh, subject, your jewelry. Uh, dear Mrs. Overjaw... Uh, In prose, <sighs> you will find my statement for services rendered, which you will no doubt be as surprised to receive as I am to be sending it. It started, as such things often do, with that curse of civilization, that broken spring in the couch of privacy, the telephone... Yes? Mrs. Spade? Speaking.
2: This is Mrs. George Overjoy.
1: Hmm? That's O-V-E-R-J-O-R-D.
2: I have it. I'm staying at the Hotel Belleville, Mrs. Spade. Mr.
1: Stover, the high detective, was
2: good enough to recommend
1: you. Oh, then he's got the something. I beg your pardon? A uh, good friend of mine, Mr. Stover. And uh, uh, what was it you had in mind, Mrs. Overjoy? George. But
2: you're wrong. That's my first
1: name. I uh, beg your pardon.
2: George.
1: Oh, I got it wrong. When you uh, spell it out, I thought. That... I think you'd better come over here
2: right away, Mr. Saints. I have a rather serious problem to place before you. Hmm. These little details can wait.
1: Of course. And
2: come right up. I'm in room 315.
1: Oh, mysterious women with strange sounding names. Blow the man 3.15. Three, 3.50. That's better. Knock, knock.
2: Who's there?
1: Uh, Mr. Spade.
2: Just a moment. Come in.
1: Oh, uh, uh, pardon me. Uh,
2: come on in, Mr. Spade. Uh,
1: whatever you say. Oh,
2: sit over here, won't you, please?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll just bring oh, this, uh... Oh, don't bother
2: with the chair make room here. Oh. Oh,
1: thanks.
2: Here. Now. Isn't that nice?
1: Uh, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, don't worry about George. He's on a gray line, too. I won't be back for hours.
1: George?
2: Yes, poor dear. He's my husband. Oh,
1: well, uh, well, Mrs. Overjoy...
2: You're uh... sweet. Call me George. I, I feel that since you're a detective, you'll know my secret sooner or later. So... Why hide anything?
1: Well, what, what are these, uh, feathers? Sickles. <laughs> mm, now.
2: Now, listen, Sam. To begin with, my husband must never know.
1: Yeah, well, uh. Oh, all right,
2: yeah. About the jewels. Oh. You see, he gave me the money for a float of policy on the necklace, and I was nodding. You were? I thanked it in a wild mood. Sam, are you listening?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, yeah. You uh, sank somebody's mink. Uh, tell me, uh, what does
2: he want to do with me next time? No, thanks. Mm-hmm. I sank the floater. So now it isn't insured and it's gone. Uh, ran away, huh? Not the mink, Sam. The necklace. What shall I do? Uh, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It worth $30,000. Yeah.
1: Please. But uh, what about your husband?
2: Uh, he'll be awfully angry. He's an absolute bargain,
1: insurance.
2: And he'd be very upset if you knew I was not fully covered. Uh,
1: what time did you say that gray line bus gets back?
2: Sam, we just can't while away precious hours. We've got to find that necklace. Mm. My husband... Oh, darling, you're not comfy. Mm-hmm. My husband...
1: Who? Mm-hmm.
2: What? What? But, darling... George Overjoy is the richest man in the state of Wisconsin. He'd be very hard to replace. Mm, you're
1: absolutely right. Husbands should be kept in that place.
2: Sam, well, if you don't take more interest in this problem, I just have to get another detective. Huh?
1: Oh, no. Hey, hey, don't do that.
2: Now, what? What are you looking for?
1: Uh, the, the telephone. I uh, want to check those gray line bus schedules. in the p.m. after we phoned room service for some sandwiches and a pitcher of martinis I uh, got my assignment it seemed that the hotel thief who had made off of the necklace had been surprised red-handed and had dropped the rest of the swag valued at around a hundred grand while making his getaway my problem was to recover the necklace before quote George unquote tried to put in a claim on it and found out it hadn't been insured I agreed that it might be smart to put the rest of the jewels in the hotel safe under my name this I did about then, somebody breathed down my neck and said, Hello, darling. Hello, hello, hello. Hmm. I froze. A second tick by before I even had courage to turn around and face him. It couldn't be, but it was Feffy and Imenescu, a con merchant so slick that he finally swindled most of his competitors out of business and even succeeded in selling himself in the oldest con game of them all, the Spanish prisoner game. The last time I had locked horns with him, yellow diamonds were turning white faster than the hair of the policeman he was suing for false arrest. Peppy's hair was still very black and very oily, and the big smile he wore was very white and very oily. Damn, oh. darling, do not look so shameful. I am angry on you. You're not angry on
0: me. You can fool with part of the people some other time, but you can't fool Peppy for long. Hmm. You did a trick on me to leave me out from San Francisco. Hmm. A gold man, you
1: promised me. <laughs> A gold brick mine. Mm. But you see, I am humorous. So I don't to.
0: hate you. In fact, I am contrary. You are. And just to prove that I have no harbor of half fooling with you, mm. listen, what do you think of this one? Never mind. We buy a printing press. And what are we pressing? Your luck. No. Tickets, vouchers, and the Romanian National Lottery. Vouchers? vouchers. With the iron curtain, darling, who could see through it?
1: Febby, darling, where are you staying? From? I Rally?
0: I am a guest on this hotel.
1: I'm sure of that. May I inquire which room the management is losing money on this time? I think I changed. The neighbors have got noise. 317? Also deploy 3 313. Stop beating around these bushes. What have you caught me doing? Come on, let's have a look at your room. <laughs> On the way upstairs to his room, Fafi gave me a rundown on the noises in the room adjoining his, 3.15. On one occasion, according to his story, he'd heard a woman scream, but the rest of it was all in Norwegian. According to him, Overjoyed was a Norwegian name. But all the same, it sounded fishy, and I don't mean lupus. When I gave him a rundown on the missing Overjoyed necklace, he threw up his hands in anguish and said, Oh, Sam, darling, I, I think we'd better have a couple of drinks and talk over this. Sit down, Fafi.
0: Aren't we thirsty?
1: No. What, Fafi, how of those Jimmy marks get on that connecting door?
0: Jimmy, aha, uh-huh. now I see it. Not only do those Norwegians have noises, they have bad habits. And this acclaims from you. very
1: why would the Overjords break into their own room from this side of the connecting door? Don't interrupt me, I, I am thinking. Where does that door lead? Uh, to the bed. A bedroom? Don't speak on it, don't go near it. What's in there? A monarchy. Let's have a look. Hey, son, darling, I don't want you to get hurt. Peffy, are you threatening me? What? I am warning you. That makes it easier. You stand down and go. Remember, Pando. Oh, be quiet. (laughs) And that, Mrs. Overjord, is when if I had to live over, I wouldn't have taken the case for all the fish in Norway. The murphy bed that flew out at me as I opened the door was occupied. The occupant was wearing a dark blue suit, a conservative tie, a small white chrysanthemum in his lapel, and a peaceful expression on his face. He had a very healthy color for a dead man.
0: The makers of Wild Root Cream Oil are presenting the weekly Sunday adventure of Dashiell Hammett's famous private detective, Sam C. Tonight, for the first time, Wild Root announces a big double-bargain combination package to introduce amazing new Wild Root Liquid Cream Shampoo. Here it is. You get a 60-cent bottle of exciting new Wild Root Liquid Cream Shampoo plus a 60-cent bottle of famous Wild Root Cream Oil Hair Tonic, a dollar 20-cent value for only 59 cents. It's a wonderful chance to get acquainted with brand-new Wild Root Liquid Cream Shampoo, the shampoo that combines the best features of liquids and creams and sulfurous cleansing plus soothing lanolin. A shampoo that leaves your hair beautifully clean, soft, radiant, easy to manage. Remember, this big double bargain combination package contains a 60-cent bottle of the popular new Wild Root Liquid Cream Shampoo, plus a 60-cent bottle of Wild Root Cream Oil Hair Tonic, a $1.20 value for only 59 cents. But the offer is limited, so don't miss out. Go to your drug or toilet goods counter today or tomorrow, sure, and ask for Wild Root's big double bargain combination package. A dollar twenty cent value only fifty nine cents
1: And now back to the overjoer caper or the corpse in the Murphy bag tonight's adventure with Sam Spade. <laughs> I stood there, looking at that well-dressed corpse on the Murphy bed, I asked myself some leading questions. Who was he? For a start. Had my client's husband returned from his gray line bus store and stumbled into the wrong room? And then what was really my client's problem? To recover an uninsured necklace or get rid of an insured husband? And what was the function of Feffi? Was he an accomplice, a ghost, or a body snatcher? At that moment, he was in no condition to tell me because he had fainted dead away. When I had revived them. A... Oh. 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 Where, where are I? In a bad spot, Fatty. Now stop clowning and try to make sense. Make sense? Why not? You never saw a man so sensitive. But frankly, I am discouraged. Help me open. Now look, oh. yeah. I, I am looking. You realize what means that joker who's finally resting on my morphe? I will be disported to Bucharest. You should be so Lucky? Oh. Lucky? A Romanian in Romania? At the mercies of thieves, of gypsies, and Hungarians? Okay, Fabi, you don't want to go home. I do. The ticket for both of us is my client's missing necklace. Did you swipe it? Necklace? Who, necklace? Darling, talk about him and i Don't worry about that stuff. He'll keep. What, what about I? He is comfortable. But where will I sleep? In another city, if you're smart. Now don't bother to check. i just drop your bags out the window, hang the do-not-disturb sign on the door, and dissolve that should give you about a 24-hour head start. But that would be dishonest. I know, I know, but it's a sacrifice you have to make. Okay. Here. Take the necklace. That's better. And you'd better take my advice, Febby. Start packing. Like I told you, that corpse is in good shape, but you're not. Mm-hmm. nobody home in room 315, so I glass-keyed my way in and had a look around. I turned up only items that were worth anything. A pair of passports issued respectively to one George Overjord and one Joy Overjord, also item and insurance policy with inventory attached on the Overjord jewels. What made that interesting was the fact that the necklace, which my client had told me was uninsured, was there in the inventory. After that, I wasn't at all surprised at what I found in the closet. Oh, Oh, Okay, okay, the take the it easy. I'll get you loose just as quick as I can. Here, I'll get these gags out first. There oh, yoy, oh. are you all right? You are Oh, you're uh, there you are. Here, let me help you up. Oh, oh my back. Four hours in that place.
2: the so uh,
1: villains. Who did this to you?
2: You don't know. They jump when we are coming home backwards. What? Joy, look at the time. Our boat sails in an hour. If we don't worry, we will miss it. Yeah, yeah, I get that. You go now, young man. Thank you. Yeah,
1: goodbye. Uh, well, just a minute. I want to get a few things straight. Uh, you are Mr. and Mrs. Uh, overjoy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we don't worry. The insurance will take care of all. Goodbye. I, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm annoying you, but I'm oh. just not quite ready to leave. Now, if what you had in mind was picking up a little ready cash from the insurance company, I'm afraid I've bollocks up your caper. Uh, Again? In other words, I'm a detective, and I have your jewels. Yeah? Yeah, you're here? Yeah, yeah, that is good. Just leave them on the table. Yeah, I'm good. Well, it's not quite as good as all that. Before I can hand them over to you, I've got to clear a few things up between you and my client and another guy with a dead man in his room. Uh, we
2: don't know any dead man,
1: not in California. Uh, we are from all country. This comes. Oh, well, that's different. Is, is, is that everything yours? Yours, Car, the Don't be in such a hurry. Well, why not? The ship don't worry. Now, look, this will only take a few seconds. I'll have to make a report on this, you see. So I have to know exactly how it happened. Now, uh, you say you just come into that room. Uh, now, you must have been standing about here, Mr. Uh, Mr. Overjoy. Uh, not so close to the closet. Uh-huh. Well, that's near enough. Now, you just stay where you are. Will you uh, step over this way, Mrs. Overjoy? Oh, yeah, yeah. Hurry, mm-hmm. Pete. Just a little uh, to the left. There. Yeah. There. there.
2: Whoa, oh,
1: <laughs> oh, shut up. I'll the for bad dialects. Oh, I thought that would do it. Good. Good. And now to meet a call. Just a moment. Oh, it's you, Sam. Mm-hmm. I
2: thought I heard verses next door. I was afraid to go dodging in. Well, you've been, darling. A most wonderful thing has happened. Hmm? My husband left me. He never came back from that gray line tour.
1: Uh, that might be, because he never went.
2: Oh, sit down, darling. There's something I must tell you.
1: Yeah, but uh, you sit there, and I'll sit here.
2: Darling, you change. It, it makes it so difficult, this gulf between us. Joy,
1: if I may call you Joy, we must face it. We live in different worlds. It can never be. Cigarette?
2: that. I understand. But there's no reason we can't meet anyway and remain good friends. Sure, I'll come to
1: see you on visiting day.
2: Sam, I'm afraid you're making a terrible mistake. Well,
1: I made that when I took you at face value. Your name may be Joy, sweetheart, but you are not overjoyed. Who are you?
2: Darling, doesn't matter. But I'd rather like Joy. I think I'll keep it. Yeah,
1: okay, so it's yourself. How does uh Pepe fit into the escapers? Oh,
2: Sam, darling, it's terrible the way that man deceived me. Mm. I should have known he wasn't a Norwegian. Well,
1: don't feel too bad about that. He thinks he's Romanian.
2: He told me his name was Overgeorge, and that it would be all right for me to stay here because his parents were in the adorning room.
1: Uh, Now, let's get this straight. Puffy checked in the room 313. The Overjords were here. I take it you were in 317. All with connecting doors. Sort of a fences movement, shall we say? Uh,
2: Well, I thought it rather strange that I never met them, especially after had brought me the jewels and said they were a present from his mother for my true soul. Oh, No.
1: Wait, before you go any further, Angel, how are you going to get out of that corner without getting paint on your little face?
2: Well, he firmly told me everything. Mm-hmm. And that I was as deep in it as he was. That's why I called you.
1: Why?
2: I was panic stricken I had to get out from under.
1: And, baby, look at you now.
2: Well, Sam, you do have to admit that I could have done worse. Unless I'm you. We do have a jewel.
1: Yeah, that part of it's all right. But what about that corpse?
2: Oh, that. That was in case Steffi got rid of that necklace before he was caught with it. The police would have something else to hold him on so you and I could get out of the country with the Jews.
1: Uh-huh. uh-huh. How'd you get him up Peggy? you, a bear
2: bellboy helped me. I told him it was my husband that he was stiff.
1: Yeah, how stiff can you get?
2: You don't believe me?
0: Nope.
2: Oh, I love you. Stop that. All right. Go ahead. Talk to me. Why don't you hit me with your fist? You're a big, strong man. I'm only a woman. What have you got to lose?
1: Look, all I want to know is who put that corpse in the murky house. How
2: dare you? How dare you make love to me and then insult me and push me around like an old shoe? Oh, I did not. I don't have to put up with it. And I'm not going to. I'm going back to Sophie. He's a cook, but he loves
1: me. I'll
2: hit you. Hit you. Hit you. Hey, my ears. Oh, dear. You're choking
1: me? I am not.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> darling, <laughs> darling, what are they doing for you? <laughs> you, you deduce this poor girl to her condition? I guess so. I don't know how. Oh, Come darling. We are no longer friends. Our relations are short of and
0: one. Oh. But you, my love, oh. I forgive you. Come away with me. We will start life anew you with a better scheme. But, do?
2: dear, aren't
0: you forgetting something? But you? Chris. That old man and that old woman lied to us. They
1: are not overjoyed. They are cooks and robbers. Better, no. No. I think he's right. But how did you. I found them in there and untied them. Instead of phoning the police, they started packing. So you see, darling, we couldn't take the jewels anywhere. But why
0: now? The s to motto inscribed on our family crest honor among thieves, except for gypsies and Hungarians.
2: But, Fessy, dear. I tried to steal them from
1: you. That was another horse call, my darling. Between you and I is a technical difference. This is known as a double cross. That crouched. is expected from a woman. But from you, Sam, darling, I am a I am a darling. You have behaved without charm. I don't hate you, but it is all I can do to forgive you. Come, my lord. Now, wait a minute. But for what? You have the jewels. You can prove nothing. There's still a corpse. Sam, darling, come on, I'll show you. You see? I didn't. All I saw was a well-made Murphy bed. The well-dressed corpse was gone. And I turned around, so were Feffy and Joy. Period. End of report. Next week, uh, sweetie's dialect. But,
2: Sam. Yes, Eddie? Oh, I hardly know where to
1: start. Oh, uh, P.S. I have turned you jewels over to the robbery detail of the San Francisco police together with Stan and Martha Largeson, who was still in the closet when the police arrived. But,
2: Sam, don't you...
1: Oh, yes. Add this. The uh, Lagersons told the cops here that they had worked as household servants in your home in Wisconsin and had hit on their bright idea of making off with your jewels while you were away on a month-long canoe trip through the Chain Lakes, which gave them ample time to make their getaway. They switched passport pictures and used your name to justify their possession of the jewels in case they were questioned. That, was the insurance policy, complete with inventory, was good enough to fool even the nefarious, Effie.
2: But, Sam... One
1: question, Effie. No more. But if it's about that corpse, save your breath. (laughs) Well. Uh-huh. Go type that up, Angel. I'm still working on it.
0: And now, listen to this. Don't delay. Get your Wild Root Cream Oil now, the nation's leading hair tonic with Wild Root's big bargain combination package. For a limited time, you can get a 60 cent bottle of Wild Root Cream Oil hair tonic plus a 60 cent bottle of Wild Root. Sensational new liquid cream shampoo, a dollar twenty cent value, both for only 59 cents. Get it today for the whole family. Well,
2: here it is, Sam. Did you
1: get any place? Well, there's a couple of fingers left in there. Will you join me?
2: Oh, don't you know. I'm in a different kind of stiff.
1: Oh, the one of the Murphy bed. Well, uh, I'm expecting a break on that any day now.
2: Well, you have a walkout I bed in your apartment, Sam. <coughs> Similar proximity will inspire you to greater mental thought.
1: Please, I won't sleep a wink.
2: That's just what Mr. Etheridge said. But I told him you were busy on this big jewel robbery.
1: What was his problem?
2: The man from right, the you know. That
1: vulture. He is a razor blade in a parachute pack of optimism. He is a sandbar in the River Styx. He well, has... as I
2: said, Sam, it's his living. But I promise to give you the message. It seems he wants to find this woman. Now, mm. she did a very strange thing. Yeah. I mean, she came into the garden a Mortuary and said her name was O'Rourke. And her husband was there, and that his parents had arrived from Ireland right when he dropped dead. And the Irish relatives were mad because she sent him out for environment him before they got out of rake. And she wanted to know if Mr. Etheridge could sneak him into the hotel before they found out.
1: Why didn't you tell me this before? Well,
2: Sam, I didn't want to clutter up your mind when we were busy on a big jewel And Besides, he learned that she was a practical joker and got his body... Sam!
1: Yes, Ev?
2: Sam, could it... Uh, The one in the monkey bed, I mean... Is it the
1: short arm a coincidence, Sam? Yeah, probably is, you know. Everything that happens in hotels doesn't get in the papers. Hardly a day goes by that some joker doesn't plant an embalmed body in a Murphy bed. If it isn't that, it's frogs or salamanders. Uh, Sometimes it used to be crackers when so many of them were on the American plan, you know.
2: Crackers? Oh,
1: yes. Good night, Sam. Good night, sweetheart. Adventures of Sam Spade, Dashiell Hammett's famous private detective, are produced and directed by William Spear. Sam Spade is played by Howard Duff. Loreen Tuttle is Effie. The Adventures of Sam Spade are written for radio by Bob Tallman and Gil Dowd. Musical direction by Lud Gluskin, with score composed by Renee and Pierre Garrigan. Join us again next Sunday when author Dashiell Hammett and producer William Spear join forces for another adventure with Sam Spade. Brought to you transcribed by Wild Root Cream Oil. Again and again, the choice of men and women and children, too. This is Dick Joy reminding you to... Get Wild Root Cream Oil, Charlie. It keeps your hair in trim. You see, it's non-alcoholic, Charlie. It's made with soothed You better get Wild Root Cream Oil. Charlie, start using him today. You'll find that you will have a tough time, Charlie. Keep on all the gals away. Hiya, Baldy.
0: Get wild, rude, right away. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.